This week's parsha concludes the Binyan HaMishkan. After the construction of all the individual components of the Mishkan, the parts were all there and ready to go, but they had a serious problem. Rashi says, The Krashim, the planks, were just too heavy for anyone to lift. So they approached Moshe Rabbeinu. Please erect the Mishkan, they told him. Moshe tried, but he couldn't lift it either. Amr Moshe told the Adam. There's no human being that can possibly lift this. These planks are so heavy. And the Medrash says something incredible. Hashem told Moshe, Put in the effort. Do the best you can. Make it appear as if you're trying to lift it. And Hashem performed the miracle, and the Mishkan stood up by itself. And since Moshe made the effort, he was given the credit as if he put it up himself. This Medrash is teaching us one of the most important fundamental Jewish principles, the Midah of Ashtadlis. In Judaism, all that matters is effort. It's true that in this world, we give all the awards and the accolades to the high achievers. This world views success by results, by tangible accomplishments. Winning the gold, getting into Ivy League school, being in the Forbes 500, getting into certain yeshivas and seminaries, doing what we think that the world perceives as chashavah shiduchim. In our externally oriented world, only tangible results count. So we define the achievement in superficial terms. However, Judaism has a totally different grading system. Success in Jewish terms is defined by toil and effort, regardless of the quantitative output. A person who sincerely strives and struggles is a spiritual success. The Chafetz Chaim used to say, We have to put in the effort, not necessarily accomplish. And this is actually a Mishnah Mesechtas Aves. The Mishnah says, It's not incumbent upon you to complete the task. However, But that does not preclude you from at least trying. And this is what the Medrash is teaching us. Regardless of the difficulty of the task, we have to do our Ishtadlis. Because Hashem is not necessarily interested in results. He's interested in the effort. People ask, how many Mesechtas did you finish? If we know someone that's involved in Kirov, we ask them, so how many Balachuva did you make? But the real question should be, how many Balachuva are you striving to make? How many Mesechtas do you want to complete? I have a family member that read hundreds of Shaduchim over her lifetime and spent thousands of hours on the phone trying and giving it all she got. But she has not yet completed the Shidduch. But she's not discouraged. She's resilient. She doesn't give up. Every day she comes up with new ideas and starts all over again. Results don't really matter. In the eyes of Hashem, desire is what really counts. Chazal say, Rachmana libaboya. Hashem desires the heart. Hashem doesn't only measure what we do, He also considers what we want to do. There's an incredible story told by a tzedekist named Basheva. This story goes back to the late 19th century. She lived in a small town near Kovna in Lithuania. She was married to a man by the name of Rebazriel. He was known as a God-fearing man. They had nine children together. Then she conceived child number 10. By this pregnancy, she experienced tremendous complications. The doctors urged her to have the pregnancy terminated, but she would not hear of it. 
What started out first as a suggestion turned into tremendous pressure. They told her this fetus has almost no chance of survival, and even if it does, in all probability, will have to live a compromised life. But she was undeterred. She remained steadfast. She said, if Hashem gave me this child, I'm certain he will make sure it will turn out just fine. And on top of the difficult pregnancy, she had a very difficult time during childbirth. But much to the surprise of our doctor, she gave birth to a healthy baby boy. A number of years passed and Europe was ravaged by World War II, destroying almost all of the Jewish communities. Eight of our children, Rahman and Islam, perished in the war and only two survived. This child born after many complications and a sister. Out of all of our children, it was this boy who carried on the family name. What makes the story even more remarkable is the identity of this child who came into this world only because of his mother's amuna. The boy would grow up to be the Manig Yisrael, the great Gan and Tzadik, Rabbi Eliezer Menachem Shach, Zechroin Tzadik Levracha, the Sarah Torah, the Panovich Rosh Yeshiva. At the time of her pregnancy, the mother had no inkling that she was carrying within her the future God Ladar. She only knew that she must carry out her mission designated to her by Kaddish Baruch Hu. And she did her part. She did her ishtadlis. And Hashem, as He always does, did His part. Bestowing upon her and all of Kal Yisrael this great luminary. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.